So I officially feel like my daughter is intentionally shitting on me. Okay, I got shit on again today, like an hour ago. It was all creamy and nasty. And I look down and I see the biggest smile I've ever seen. So she's doing it on purpose. Like, I, I wholeheartedly believe she's doing it on purpose. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm going to have a mat on my lap anytime she's sitting there from now on. But uh, anyways, I'm Reese, and welcome to Dad Days. All right, y'all, we're here, man. Episode 7, Father Time. Welcome. Um... I hope everybody's having a great start to their week. I hope everybody's getting the healing energy that they need and deserve. And I hope that the uh, universe is smiling down on you. I hope you're receiving many blessings. Um, Today's episode, the title was actually inspired by um, my little brother, uh, Saint. Dope, 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 dope individual. Now, he's my other brother, Rara's blood brother, but... Uh, again, out of family for me is genetics. Or it, it isn't biological. That's not what that word family means to me. Family is my confidants, the people that will die for me, and I die for them. The people I can't live without. That's my family. I got plenty of blood family that I that don't even know my birthday. So you know, and that's no shot to my sisters because they genuinely don't know my birthday sometimes, <laughs> or one of them does it. But you know, I mean, more of a sense of people who don't know me you know there are a lot of people out here that, that who share my same blood who don't know who I am so you know that's more directed at them but yeah Saint uh, he's actually gonna be our guest on the episode today um it's a real good interview man and he has a lot to do with um father fatherhood and the really the effects you can have on your child as a father uh, good and bad so it's definitely a great listen, and I hope y'all stick around to hear it. Uh, to, but Father Time is actually the name of a song off of Kendrick Lamar's most recent album, and my new favorite album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I said that right. And uh, basically what that song is about is about having daddy issues, and how toxic masculinity and, and our parents being in survival mode and teaching us how to survive in a world that is meant for us to thrive now is has really affected us and and it's it's just a great song and I and I, and I love it the whole album is great. that song in particular shot at volume too. and even though I didn't meet my my father until I was about 18 you know I had a lot of uh, father figures in my life so I got a lot of input from a lot of different places and a lot of different backgrounds and it's very 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 much um it's giving healing vibes to hear that song and play that song to have somebody talk about it and be open about it about grown men with daddy issues we're out here it's not just females I promise y'all you know y'all ain't like the, the girls like the or society likes to joke and be like oh yeah a girl with daddy issues da, 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 da. But, but really men really have a lot of daddy issues especially black men we have a lot of daddy issues and we don't like to talk about it so I'm very glad that uh, he not only talked about it but rapped about it made a song about it you know, it's catchy it's good it's a really good song you gotta go check it out the whole album's a banger you know but um 
today's episode, we are covering the fourth parenting style, which is authoritarian. Now, <clears throat> just a recap of the parenting styles we already covered was uninvolved, where a parent just kind of provides food, shelter, and the basic necessities, doesn't really get into their kids' activities. Permissive, warm, loving household with few rules or expectations of that matter. Uh, gentle parenting, or as I've learned, is called authoritative parenting, which is kind of the middle ground of a boundary setting system that helps kids make better decisions based on intrinsic uh, willingness rather than external factors or an internal willingness rather than external factors and then there's authoritarian which is basically just a heavy heavy emphasis on things like rules and respect and um, it isn't like any let me give you exactly what they said. It's a heavy emphasis on rules that are set by the parents without any real explanation for why the rules exist. And I bet, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I bet a lot of us can actually relate to hearing this phrase once or twice in our lives or a million times. Because I said so. Because I said so. Because I said so. Why can't I go outside? Because I said so. Why do I have to go to bed? Because I said so. Why do I have to do this? Because I said so. Those are authoritarian parenting styles. I never realized. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, and also, it's an expect- expectation of like complete obedience. Um, it's got really swift and strict punishment for breaking or even questioning the rules. Um, oh, sorry. <sighs> Late night last night We got back and I finally got internet uh, For the game So I was on the game last night But yes um, It doesn't Encourage kids to express themselves In fact it does the exact opposite And talking back ain't allowed Not a very warm or nurturing Environment Kids have limited choices On what they can do Um, In authoritarian parenting it's just really strict type of parenting style um, <clears throat> that I know some of our parents have uh, that I know some of our parents have employed now author- authoritarian parenting um, it has its upsides you know you'll have a I, I'd say a well structured kid they, they are definitely going to have structure but I, I don't know if their foundation is going to be as solid as those who had a bit of warmer side of their parents because that strictness and that that coldness and that swiftness to to punish for breaking a question of rules and lack of expression I feel like that's, that's going to come out in a negative way and in fact um, kids who are raised in authoritarian style housing or uh, houses show poorer social skills lower levels of self esteem and higher levels of depression that to, to me that's an oppressive type of parenting now I'm not saying I wouldn't take some of those aspects you know one time or another depending on the time the day how I'm feeling where my child is uh, you know her life but you know that just being that way all the time that's tough and a lot of parents do that and sometimes uh, 
or not actually more times than not it is because that's how they were raised and how they were treated you know the old saying I heard this a lot in the military that shit rolls down here so if you were given shit you're probably gonna get shit but in a lot of cases nowadays at least for us you know the way we are raised or the way society is raising us up is to break generational traumas and break generational curses and in a lot of cases if we're raised like this you know a very rigid household you we tend to go the opposite way I was raised like this I don't want to do, put my child through the same thing some go the complete other way and go to the permissive parent style some go to the middle ground which is authoritative or gentle parent <sighs> and it's <clears throat> it's crazy thought to think but yes it's not yeah we're not gonna drag this out long as hell man I definitely wanted to get to authoritarian uh, style parenting because I've, I've covered all the other ones and I really wanted to get to this one but more than getting to this one because this one's pretty cut and dry super strict parents no talking back no questioning no expressing yourself just shut up sit down shut up do what you're told that's um, pretty much authoritarian in a nutshell and why I wanted to get to this one today is because I wanted to just reflect back on the other parenting styles. Unevolved, permissive, authoritative, or gentle parenting, and authoritarian. There is no exact right or wrong answer for how you need to raise your child, if that makes sense. There's no perfect way. There's no guide. There's no, there's no nothing. Um, that there are no, there's no anything that it's just going to be the perfect way to raise your child um, and you might like certain aspects from each side of each parenting style like I don't like the people that, that judge other people because they raise their child a certain way now I understand if what they're doing is unhealthy and you look at them and you just you know kind of facade like damn that, that child is shouldn't be getting raised like that or maybe that you know you feel like what they're doing is toxic you don't know what goes on inside their house and you know, if you're really worried that they have programs and stuff for that and uh you can call wellness checks and do whatever but i mean at the end of the day your child is your child if you want to raise your child strictly raise your child strictly if you want to raise your child uh, more middle ground raise the middle ground really more permissive be permissive you want uninvolved? I don't recommend it, but again, your child, your choices. You have a responsibility to that child. You brought that child into this world, so you have a responsibility to get them ready for this world. And however you do it, would the help you receive and the lessons you learn along the way, just get it done. Okay? It's it's that simple. So when people try to judge my parenting style because I tell them I'm going to be uh, employing gentle parenting or authoritative parenting, and they tell me things like, oh, so you're just going to let your kid do whatever they want. One, that's permissive. That's more permissive parenting than it is gentle. And two, no, I'm going to employ aspects of each parenting style from where, from whatever I like or whatever I'm feeling like doing. And another thing, please don't put so much pressure on yourself as a parent to be perfect. Because I know I'm a firm believer that if a kid 
nine times out of ten, if the kid is uh, acting out or, or quote unquote bad or anything, it starts at home. It starts with the parents. I'm a firm believer of that. I stand by that. But I also think that parents shouldn't place so much blame on themselves. Because yes, your kid is your responsibility, and you should be molding them and instilling them with the values that you hold dear. But I also understand that things like external factors like school, like other family, like them making their own choices, things like this exist. So if your child is, is makes a mistake or does something that's out of character or not aligned with your family values, don't beat yourself up. Guide them. Teach them. That's why we're here. It's not hard, man. So, yeah. That's pretty much it for authoritarian today. It's not going to be a long one. Um, I'm more interested in our next topic, uh, which is, again, it's a bit of a sad one. But I do feel like it is something that does need to be discussed. And it's also a very teachable moment and just something that I feel people very much can learn from. So, yeah, no tip of the week this week. We're going to be focusing on this story uh, in this week's deep dive. So let's get right into it. All right, y'all. We got a tough one. I know y'all heard about the Jacksonville mother who's facing murder charges after a related death of a baby, which um, I believe got dropped down to manslaughter charges. If you haven't already heard the story, let's go ahead and go to First Coast ABC News for the report. Mother already facing child neglect charges now charged with her child's death. Today, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office announced that Tanya McGowan is now charged with manslaughter in connection with her baby's death. Jacksonville Fire and Rescue first responded to the home for an unresponsive infant who later died at the hospital. The initial arrest report from December says that the five month old was never seen by a doctor and weighed just seven pounds. The medical examiner told investigators there was no evidence of any food in the child's stomach. McGowan was previously being held on a $1 million bond that has been changed to being held on no bond. No food in the child's stomach is wild. Not being seen by a doctor the entire time of that baby in life is wild. For one, I I was told, um, I can't remember who told me this while, while we were uh, waiting for Zora to be born, but I was told we couldn't leave without having a pediatrician ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Like ready ready to see Zora. So I was, I was baffled at how this baby slipped through the cracks. One, the hospital. Two, where, where was her family? And I, I'm not blaming anybody here. I'm just trying to piece together what happened you know like where where was the support where was her family her mother her father her brother her sister cousins aunties uncles nobody was excited for this baby to come nobody had seen this baby what about the father where was the father of this child nobody noticed this baby withering away to nothing the news article uh from first coast abc news who uh, reported on this stated that McGowan admitted that she noticed the baby was getting slimmer and thought it was just him getting taller. A five-month-old getting taller. 
And I don't know how much I believe that, just based off the fact that um, there was another TikToker, I'm sure. I, I don't have TikTok. I just saw a news article that had the TikTok on it. It was about three minutes long. And she was discussing what happened about how this young woman let her uh, her five-month-old pass. And I was just, you know, baffled trying to piece something like that together. And she basically uh, talked about it and showed the baby at the end where the mother was trying to feed the baby. Um, they was trying to give him a bottle. And it looked like he was trying to eat. But if you looked at his cheeks, they were sunken in. Uh, he was really skinny it's it was very hard image to look at very hard video to look at and I just I just again I don't know where, where was any of her support where was the uh, nurses afterwards was he was the baby eating like this was he eating at all when he was first born like I just there were so many cracks this baby had to slip through to not being not be noticed that he was dying and I feel like this was a very easily avoidable death or a very a death that could have been very much easily avoided and there were a lot of balls that were dropped <sighs> so for starters the hospital staff I mean again was this baby eating right at the time if so, what caused that baby to stop eating right? Two, how did she leave without having a, a date with a pediatrician scheduled? Three, where was her family or her significant other or, or just the father, I guess? Where were they? Four, I wonder why this young woman didn't go ask for help. Even if she did think he was getting taller. The, the sunken cheeks and the, and the skinny arms just look too too much like the child was malnourished and it just again sent me into this state of confusion as to why she didn't go get help so I thought about it and what I came up with is that this young woman probably didn't know what was going on maybe wanted to fix it herself or was ashamed or embarrassed to take child in and maybe thought she would get in trouble. And it's, you know, irony has a funny way of um, of uh, showing you hindsight. You know? And all she had to do was go get that baby checked out. All she had to do. And that baby might have still been alive today. Or not, who knows. But at least she would have gave him a fighting chance. Let me just say this to all my mothers and fathers out there. Staying home and trying to fix something on your own when you are not a pediatrician or a doctor or for that, even if you were those things, staying home and trying to do it on your own is never the answer. Seek professional help. Go get help. A newborn has so many things that could go wrong, so many complications. So much going on with their skin, with their lungs, with their breathing, with their diet, everything. Newborns are sensitive, okay? I know I, I know. I like to joke a lot through that with my wife, and I'm like, oh, little baby's in struggle. You know? She's rubbery, you know, and I be holding her and stuff like that. But in reality, newborns are so fragile, and you 
have to be careful with them. So this was a definite death that was could have been easily avoided. But I, I and I guess we'll never know the real reason why this young woman didn't go into the hospital for five months. But that's something she has to live with and forgive herself for. The fact that she let her five month old pass. That that is something I wouldn't wish on my greatest enemy. And I'm gonna be sending her healing energy and, and prayer. I just hope that she again can forgive herself and and um, that she learns from this and that anybody who reads that headline, reads this story, learns from this. Thank you all for, you know, making it this far and and sitting through this difficult topic with me for today's deep dive. I know it wasn't ideal for today's deep dive, but it definitely was something that needed to be talked about. Um, We're going to go ahead and switch gears here. And up next, I got, you know, my brother, Saint, up here for a really great interview. And I hope y'all enjoy it. All right, y'all, we to that part of the show. One of my favorite segments on the show. Y'all know what it is. Um, I got my boy Saint here, my, my little brother, man. He's a he's a wild one, man. He, he got a lot going on, and I always love to talk to him because he's another young father. Uh, shit, he's younger than me, man. He's, uh, how old you, son? Just turned 20. Just turned 20, man. You know, we ain't that far, but, you know, he definitely, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to let him tell it, man. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead and do something. What's going on, y'all? Good evening, good evening. Uh, my name is Saint. As y'all know, I go by Chris sometimes. I just turned 20 April the 7th, and I have a second child on the way right now. I have a daughter. She is one years old and a couple of months now. Well, one month mm-hmm. <laughs> extra, you know. But that's, that's, that's just me for right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Saint, um, Saint is actually the blood brother of who we had on the show in an earlier episode, Arlazan, and blood or not, man, these has always been family to me, man. I met these, I met him when I was 12. He was like nine, I think, right? Nine, Young, eight. Young if y'all don't, Woods. Woods, Jizz, man. Yeah, we've been out there with Woods, and it was called Casa del Rio. Woods, like, that's in spot. About eight, that's about eight, 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 six. Yeah, I, met, I met these folks, and it was him and a couple other boys, and, and Arlazan, and we, we all linked, and we, we've been close ever since, man. You know, a decade and some change later, we still here, so it's, you know, it's a blessing I still get to know this young brother, man. And I, I seen he had a kid. He had a kid before me, way before me. <laughs> so I was like, damn, just to think, man, to be that young and have a kid, I, I, I don't know how he did it, man, but he's been doing a great job, man. I just yeah. definitely wanted to get him in here, you know, chat, chat it up with him, talk with him, especially since, you know, the passing of his father, you know, how that affected him and how, how his dad interacted with him. He was still here. So, I mean, we're just going to get into it, man. How's life been there for you? It's been a ride, like, it's been a ride, like you said, you know, she lost my dad not too long ago, you know, I feel like I'm, be feeling like sometimes I be the only, I be closed in a lot, because it just be, just me in the city, and then I got my kids, right? and then, I, you know, I probably got my younger siblings, but like I said, they young, mm. and then I got one, one of my ex and my little brothers, he's about to graduate, like, next, next week, I think, he, but like I said, he young, got his own life, got girl, like, you know, girls, 
ain't got no fear. So, you know, he just having fun. He doing his thing. He just doing his thing, turning up. So I ain't going to even stop him getting in the way. And I got a little sister. She's still about 16 doing the same, you know, so having fun with their life, letting them enjoy life. Right. So I try to involve them around me a lot sometimes, take them out, just spend time. You think uh, being a dad kind of slowed you down a little bit versus, like, having fun, going out, doing shit like that? Especially so young, you probably had it when you were, what, 19, 18? Yeah. Well, it was 18. That's when it, I was. That's when I figured out she was pregnant mm. with my first child. So, damn, yeah. But, I mean, slow down. I don't necessarily think slow down. Let's let's say put a put a stop. Let's just say put a timeout on some of the nine, the foolishness and just, like, excitement for a while. But, I mean, it's still excitement. Just focused in a little just more. Locked in for real on okay. getting this money, making sure my child's future is set too, making sure they gonna have good credit, they can eat off of my credit, all that. Just mm. a lot of things. That's what I'm. That's where I'm at right now with mm. things. Because you see, my dad, he was great father, all that. But one, some of the things I don't think, as a person, you know, getting off on his own, and I don't think he's seeing like, oh, need to make sure kids got a stable credit. Well, if they needed to get. When it costs things like that, they want to, they'll be, these credit scores will be up there already. Like, I'm going to help build their credit. So by the time they get older, they could make it just ridiculous. They kids' credit. And keep on going, build a foundation of great credit wealth. That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for a big start in that area. You want to have your kids have a good head start. Exactly. Because my auntie, my auntie, you know, she did, she did awesome for her child. She, more, like my big cousin Morgan, she started, got, got her right, you know, got a lot of family members like, out of all the siblings, you could say my dad, he was, let's not say, he's the, he, first off, he's the baby out all along, so, you know, he was left up by himself, so, just like me, I was left by myself when my brother went to college, which took a turn on me, which made me just involve myself more with outside people, making me make different decisions and stuff like that, like, they ain't make me make decisions, but, like, it influenced, you it influenced me to start doing a lot more different things, because when I was with my brother, Shit, I was with child boys all the time. All the time. Basketball, library, stuff like that. Walking outside, you know, ride, walking to the court, riding bikes, skateboards. But once all that left, it just made me go a whole nother direction. And I chose a different path. But I mean, the kids though, the kids, that's what that's what putting me back on back in that mode to where I'm just let me let me stop. I might be, even though I'm early age, 20, so what? Shit, I could mature my brain up enough to where I really, hey, grow up, fuck it, fuck all the child, but let's just grow up, man, excuse, I the, curse, it, man. excuse the curse, but let's grow up, man, and forget all of that, you know, you, it's, people think you, you you need to skip the fun, you don't have to skip the fun every time, you know, it, it's, it's balance, it's a balance in, in life, that's all it is, it's not skipping, you're not leaving it, you're gonna have fun, even in the future when you're older, you just because you're gonna have your wealth, you're gonna be able to do what you want to do. So, yeah, that's you, all I'm you're gonna at. be technically. I mean, if your, if your daughter decided to go to college or whatever, or get she out of the home, she's like 18 or 20, you're gonna be only what 30, 30, late 30s, 40. Yeah, you're gonna be young, 30. Man. I already did it, it was like 30, 38, 39. 39. Okay, I'll be young still. You're hella young, man. You feel me? That one take care of yourself, you live another what four, five decades easy. Feel me? Take care of myself right now at 20, 19, 20. All right, <laughs> thank you. Um, I think your dad, do you think he gave you that, well, I mean, even though he didn't get that head start, do you think he was 
doing that purely because out of survival, spy, do you think he was doing his best or do you think he could have been better? He wasn't trying enough. I mean, what you think? Well, like, how do you, uh, when you look at your dad and you look at the decisions he made, how do you feel about those decisions? Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. All right. So I didn't, I don't, I don't really know as much about my dad's young life and how he was as a young person when he had me and my brother as younger folks because I can't really backtrack my mind up right. and all that. But I don't think, I don't think like he didn't try his hardest. Mm-hmm. I think he just did it a little later and it took him and it just like took a like a, it kind of did it a little late and it kind of messed him up a little bit. But it ain't even messed him up. He did, shoot, I mean... Yeah, you still trying to figure himself out as a yeah, as a even as an older person, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like as in my as when well, I'm at this age and I'm older now, I honestly see everything and I could I know what type of conversations, what conversations and what's being talked about. Right. So now I like he was trying to put himself together even at that age. So it's like, see, that's kind of a late age to be trying to figure shit out still. So you wanna you wanna try to get that junk now. So that's why I look at it as Nah, see, I don't want to. He, he, I don't, don't want to do that. I want to try. I want to do it now, because if I don't do it now, I'll probably be like that. But I see myself as like the step, the path that he he went down. And now I feel like honestly, I'm in the same path. Honestly, got two kids, young, you feel me? But you feel like you're trying to break patterns, you know? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's exactly you said exactly what it is, bro. I'm not trying to go down that same path. I'm trying to make a crease in that bit and get the hell up out of there for real, bro. For real, because it honestly feels like I'm talking about anger problems, all that, man. I be getting all that. I be mad. I be, I be, I be having thoughts in my head when I, cause I be like you say, like without you sitting right there, this is how I be alone every day. So just imagine your head like that. You by yourself. You all you wake up every day by yourself. Got all the responsibility. By yourself. No, no support. No support. Now I feel that everybody out of town. You the only one in the city. It's like shit. Who Me you and my wife feel like that sometimes. Like games. Yeah. It be, don't, it, we don't got no support out here. Cause our family here. It be lonely. It be lonely then. But I don't know. Let refer back to the question a little more. I felt like I left off the question a little bit. I was just asking if you think your dad. Uh, what you thought of how your dad raised you, basically? Like, if you think he did his best, do you think he was more in survival mode and figuring out? I feel like you no. answered it. Nah, 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 hold on, hold on. I got to be bad on that. Me and my brother <laughs> talked about that. Me and my brother had a conversation about that, and I'm going to be out of tea on that. I got you, I got you. Because, like, when you say that he raised it, did, like, my dad, I feel like he set me and my brother up Yeah, for I, a brutal I, world. Let me ask you this, let me ask you this. Let me, because, uh, make the question more concise. Do you think... Your dad did his best, and if so, was it enough for you? For you, do you think it was? You know, I, I feel like he did his best in in parenting, yes. But I just feel like it was a little bit more information he could have led on to me, mm-hmm. like gave me like just things like you say, like the laws, things, more information like that. But I mean, also that's my own type of time. I can get down and get that on my own. He didn't have to deliver that to me, but I feel like he could have spilled a little bit more of the information to me, so I know more so but really that's about it honestly because he was he just his tough love like it was every life was tough like, all through that nigga was tough y'all y'all know that y'all know how he was I, I remember. you know how he was i man. remember you feel me he, he yell at you. was a was a tough parent man yeah so i, I just think he was just getting I, I i don't look at it as a negative thing i look at it as okay this world is gonna be worse than him so let me you think he did it out of love? I, he, it was all love. It was it was nothing but trying to. I'm trying to get you ready. Like he always, yeah, he said, when you get, he always yeah, it's like 
these when you get out of these people ain't gonna love you or treat you like you yell at something and love you. No, they gonna love you. They gonna they gonna say what they wanna say to you and get rid of you. Feel me? So it's like, all right, he just showing me shit. Sometimes I, just, I feel like parents relationship with you know relationship with your parents is tricky because you love the death. They your first person. They literally the first person you gotta trust in this world. Yeah. They gotta guide you. They gotta mold you and and take care of you and get you ready to get out in this world and you know. Sometimes we can overlook some of our resentments for them based on the fact that, you know, you took care of me, you did this for me, and nobody else you know, probably would have did that. Exactly, and that's what people always get wrong. You got kids that get mad, you know, like, yeah, yeah, get mad, I get mad. I done snapped on my dad, cursed at him, did all types of junk before, but, like, you don't you don't got to be like, oh, you hate them, no, 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 none of that, because at the end of the day, they took care of you. Like you said, they fed you, made sure you are the person that you are today, the character that you have on you. You didn't do that on your own. Your parent has something to do with that. Yeah, regardless, regardless of anything, your parent has something to do with that. Regardless of how you live, anything, it don't matter. You slept on the floor, anything. Your parents still took care. They made sure the roof off your head. Yeah. They made sure when it was cold outside, you was warm. So, I don't do know. You, Maybe do that's you? just me. I know. I got you. I used to, I used to think similar to that. Uh, but now, nowadays, I realize that my mom, you know my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mama, she did, she took care of us, man. We, we yeah. had food, shelter, clothes, nice warm beds, all that. And I, I thought that was enough, but I needed more. And I didn't realize until I got older, I needed, I realized I needed uh, more from you know, an emotional aspect and, uh, and a mental aspect. Yeah. You know, I, I got older and I, I had these conversations with her, you know, and my mom, she had her trials, her tribulations, and that did affect me. And when I got out in this real world and I got into therapy and I started getting, diving into it, man, I just realized, I did have some resentments with my mama. I loved her to death, but and I still still do love my mama to death. But you know, we had conversations about the resentments I had, resentments I had for her based off some of the trauma that I was put through as a young kid. And you know, those were hard conversations, but I mean, necessary ones. Do you do you feel like there was some unresolved issues that might have still been with you and your dad? Hell yeah, man! Look, cause I punch you, man. Not that you said it, I, I, but that's the type. But that joint, but I done, I think about that every day for real, like real shit. But I think about that, I'd be like, damn, bro, like, cause I ain't, I got to the age finally that where I'm at. It's like, all right, now nah, I can actually talk to him. You feel me? Like, I was like, all right, I can talk to him as a grown man. Now I could be like, damn, dad, you remember back then when so and so? I can't do that, and I'm, and I, I, I get mad a lot. And I be trying to explain to my girl, like, she'll see me, she, she, she'll she witness some of my anger sometimes because I get mad and she'll, she'll be like, why you always like this? I was just like, I don't know. I try to tell her, I tell her every time, shoot, I don't know, bro. I just feel like I'm, I just be feeling lonely. Like, I be telling her I feel lonely. But they be like, like, I'm not using my dad going as an excuse, but at the same time, bro, it's like, I didn't get to have those adult conversations. I didn't get that really get that, like you say, that soft, tender love from just the calm. I ain't get that to see the calm circle, him. That closure, that. You know, I didn't get that. Everything was, er, bite me. Ah, it was just tough, crazy. Everything was, I ain't get that softness, that, that, like, just that second, that. that second, uh, that second act. You feel uh, me? And yeah. then, you know, my mom wasn't around, so what I had, I had granny and them. I had everybody else's mama. I'm calling them mama. You know your mama. So that's all I count. I really seen everybody else's mama as like a mother figure to me. Cause if you was gonna feed me, let me stay at your house, take take care of me, make sure I got to where I gotta go practice work. If you did any of that for me, I see you as family to me. So I 
that's how I read off the thing. But I, I definitely do feel like it's a lot of conversations missed that I, 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 I wanted to get out with my dad for her career. It's well, a lot on that I didn't get out for sure. But like I always say, man, you know, if you have access to it, counseling, therapy, whatever you want to call it, talk to somebody, get your people, your brother. Yeah, right, right, no, right, no. Yeah, I know. I'm saying you need to work those out, work those out because. Any unresolved issues that we have from childhood carrying into adulthood, which carry into parenthood. A lot of people don't realize that. And we, I feel like some of the issues that came from my parents trickle down from when they came from their parents. And that's where the generation of curses lie. So I feel oh, like yeah. it's up to our generation. Break those. That's what I be saying. I be saying that. That's exactly what I be saying. Like, I be like, see, the last generation of parents, they, they were so stuck on, like, even the females, like, I always talk about this type of stuff. See, woman was based off of my woman's mama always told them, what you need to do, you get you a hardworking man that's gonna treat you right, love you, mm-hmm. and provide. All right. Guess what? While they doing that, guess what they also doing? Doing something with another female. Cause back then the men didn't really cut. As long as they knew, long as as long as they knew they provide for you, making sure you got what you need at that house, food, take care of the house, and uh, something over just over your head, everything, they they doing good for their lady. That's what they seeing. They they can go lay up with another lady and and a lot of people don't realize that for your time period, that might have worked. Yeah, that's what I'm day. saying. It worked. That worked for them. Yeah. That worked for them. That was what, that's what they mamas and them always pushed in the head. Get that. That's what the life, we're at. that's what life is at this point. But as the generation grows and we, our mindsets, oh, you see how all this stuff on social media is nowadays. Everybody mm-hmm. be like, oh, we ain't living in no fantasies, this and that. Nah, 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 nah. You got to get it on your own. You feel me? Get it on your own. You got independent everybody nowadays. Everybody want to be either independent or they want to be in love or they want to be stable together yeah they don't want to they don't want to solely rely on one person exactly for financial yeah exactly that's what and that's what i'm looking for i, I want to be I, i'm looking for like like I, I can i know i know i know what type of person i am i know i'm working regardless so i know i'm gonna have my money so i'm looking for a person also that got their shit together got their shit together too so we both can have a foundation of well that's credit score money in the bank good job good vehicles 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 you feel me like honestly i'm trying to be that type of nigga i want to buy my, i want to make sure i want to buy me and my female a house nice house i want to get her a brand new car that's a lot and of loans out here that people don't know about like uh i'm not gonna speak on that now i want to i wouldn't know exactly what i'm talking about because i'm getting into that realm me and my wife gonna buy a house here in uh, a year or two but there's a lot of loans people just don't know exist mm-hmm. where you don't need any money down and you don't need to pay closing costs, like literally, you take that loan and you can get a very good uh, home loan rate. And I, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, a lot of different ways out here to get this joint loan. That's why. Let me ask you something, man. What was one of the core values that you feel your father instilled in you that you still carry with you to this day? Hmm. I would say. I would say never like don't I would say to like cause he'll be like like he he was the type of person you know my dad he was Scorpio so he the type of person I didn't know that actually well you know not, <laughs> that's why he was like that you feel me I'm telling you it's crazy make a little sense it's okay. crazy so <laughs> so he was always that you standing up and you see him doing something you ain't help him get from around like if I'm doing something productive and you just standing there and you just lollygagging and you know I'm trying to get something done, what's the point of you being around? So he always just instilling me, you don't, if don't, don't have people around you that's not either trying to help you, benefit you, 
or in any type of way, or y'all trying to grow together, just even like not even talking female wise, a girl. I'm talking about friend wise, people, people rounds and shit, even family, man. Just even, yeah, that's so, a good, that's a good value, man. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to sum that in a word. I guess that would be. You really can't. I think that'd be just surround yourself with like-minded people that want to go where you want to go. Yeah, like he just made like he wouldn't. He would if, even if you was his. You could be his closest homeboy if you were. Your mindset was on some bull. He gonna go. He gonna go in on you. Get from around. I don't need you right now. I don't need you help around me right now. If you ain't trying to help me get this done, I don't need you around. I'm trying to get something done. He was always a person. I'm gonna get it done regardless. So, yeah. So he'll tell. So he'll tell me handle your business. Even if, like, sometimes I wouldn't even want to call him. Even if I needed some help, like, I can't call nobody. Let me try to get this down myself because I know that's what he was doing. He wasn't really asking for no help. He'll get out there and get it. And I, I, I know the ways he'll get it, get it sometimes. You feel me? Like, you know, you means, know. Means just find the end as long as you're getting it done. As long as you're getting the shit done. I, so say, that's I what, say that's changed in this day and age, man. You always got support, especially me, your yeah. brother, you know. Um... I, me being a closer one, man, call me whatever, man. So you don't gotta be, you ain't gotta be alone out here, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know it's Jacksonville, it's yeah. about an hour and a half, but it's literally only an hour and a half. So you hit me or whatever. But I feel like in this day and age, trying to take on all that responsibility by yourself, man, it can be, it can be hell on your mental. And that's what people look. That's what I'd be like. I'd be like, you know, I ain't gonna say that all the way because I understand my girl pregnant, so she got them hormones and emotions, all types of issues going on right now. Oh yeah, but. It made me, it just, and it's, I, I know that it's wrong with me too, but I be like, it made me mad that she can't understand the the horror and all that, I, that just trauma and shit that I actually have, I'm like, got on me right now. Like, it's, it's crazy, because it's like, like I said, I ain't get to have those conversations with my dad when I'm older now. So basically, all the memories as a young dude is installed and not no, damn, you remember that? Laughing at, laughing at the moments, you feel me? I ain't get to do that. So that's on, now it's just like, Damn, I got. I'm living with left with all that weight, left with all that horribleness. Just damn, damn horror. Bad words, like just horrible things just said to you and all that stuff. Now you just like, but you gotta look, you gotta look past that and you gotta try to see the good, the beauty out of all that. You can't. I don't think so. I mean, that's what I try to do. I try to, even though it's, even though it's like it sound may say sound hatred, hateful or whatever. I be like, it's some beauty in whatever it said. That's I all I see as. The way I feel about the situation is you can always lay your pots, but you can always explore your feelings in the situation. Some shit hurt you or some shit made you upset and rubbed you the wrong way. I say dive into those feelings, man. Because that's the only way really I feel you'll be able to get closer. What do you mean, dive? Like, dive into the feel. Like, how do you feel about it? Like, how did that make you really talk with yourself and think, damn, or talk with somebody like, damn, this really, you know, this really fucked me up when he said it to me this day. And the only way you'll be able to get Past those feelings to get through them. You gotta feel those feelings so you can get that closure, you can get that yeah, healing, and you can maybe even forgive your pops one day for and it. The thing about it is, I don't, I, I never, never was in the mode where I didn't forgive them too. I no, 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 not like time. that, not like that. I mean, like to the point where if something's still like, you know, you say you're dealing with trauma, you're dealing with yeah. those hurtful things that were said. You gotta, if they're still affecting you, then maybe, I mean, maybe you're trying to forgive, but it's you still dealing with those those feelings. Yeah. And it ain't shit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The reason, the reason we hurt the people closest to us, cause that trauma and the feelings that we're fucked up with, we pass it on unknowingly. Sometimes, like yeah. the way we act, the way we do things, the way we move, is because of what we're feeling and the, and the hurt we've had in the past. 
I know for a fact that's why our parents did it because they was in survival mode. Yeah. They came from a generation that, like you said, get you a man to work hard because that was how they survived. That's how the women survived back then. And the man was taught, make sure you can provide and put everything on the table. Now that narrative is changing. Now it's partnership. Now it's let's do this together. It's 50-50. A lot of old heads don't understand that, you know, so... Yeah. They, so they went through a lot of trauma and didn't have time to assess their trauma. Yeah, but the thing about it, like, y'all, and that's the hard part, though. That's the that's that the, is. It's a lot of damaged part. That's why I'd be like, I, I, I know I'm damaged because I'd be like, like, like you said, special trauma. I, I, I can't. It, that is that is hard for me to do because, like, like I said, I was trained. It's like, I feel like felt like I went. To, I felt like I was in a boot camp down there. Your condition. So it's like you was trained to, nigga. Nobody don't care about your trauma. The hell are your let it go. So it's like every time I feel that, it's like so every time I have trauma, it's like and then I feel like I want to express it, it'd be like, ah, oh, bro. And you know what that is? That That's toxic masculinity. And that's that was just your dad in the survival mode trying to teach you the best way he knew how. And even and that's where I say our parents did their best, but it just it wasn't good enough because that's not good. You can't express those feelings. Yeah, especially as men. But I knew it was, it, I knew it, I knew a lot of anger. I know where a lot of anger comes from because it comes from your position that you're in in life. Because before I was able. Wait, I'm sorry, say that again? I feel like it comes from your position that you're in in life. Like currently? Like, yeah, sometimes it can. Like, it, you know what? That could be an excuse sometimes, but mm-hmm. sometimes it really can be like that because, like I say, like, like we talking about right now, trauma and all that, like maybe, maybe he. I'd be like, maybe he was, maybe he was just in a place where it's like, damn, he got his kid. Like, I mean, cause like, me and my brother had to talk, bro. We slept, and like, bro, we slept on the, I slept on the couch. My brother slept on the other couch, and we was in the living room. You feel me? And you had no room. I ain't had no room down there. I ain't had no room my whole life, so I got. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, yo, so it's like, all right, shit, I ain't had no room, so I'm about twenty. So all right, so I'm just like, shit. Maybe as a parent, bro, you looking at yourself like, man, fuck, but I got my kids. In the living room, on couches, no room. They ain't had no room since. You feel me? So I mean, I, I feel like as a parent, that's gonna eat you up because I know me from being a parent. If my I seen my little girl and she got sleep on the couch, I'ma be every day in the room mad and like, damn, like why I got my child in this predicament? Like I could have did way better. I can understand that. So you, I you feel are, like you are upset with how your current situation. Exactly, is. and I feel like that's what makes. I feel like that's what make your parents into that tough person to make like. Instead of like, so like, it's like, he was the type of person like, all right, shit, I know the lifestyle. I know this. I know if you go down this road, you're going to end up like me. So that's why that nigga like, it was like, nah, I ain't even going to allow you to, I ain't even going to allow you. So I'm going to beat it into you if I got to. I'm going to force it. Whatever the hell I got to, I'm going to make sure that you don't do this. Nah, gonna, I, I completely yeah, understand why That's what I see it. it as. I be like, I see it as, nigga, he just, he wasn't going to take no for an answer. I'm going to make sure you okay in the future. Regardless, it might seem harsh right now. But you're gonna thank me later in the future. And that's what I see it as. I feel like I'm gonna look at it as, you know what? I'm the person I am today because of that. You feel me? And then I also am the person I am because I was able to get over that and forgive that. Because if you can't mm. forgive that, then you will not come to satisfaction with yourself. Are you still, do you still feel like you haven't fully dealt with all of your drama? I feel like I dealt with some of it. It's, okay. it's going, so, some of it's like, some of it's going away. I'm, I'm like, I'm healing. I'm healing. That's why. That's why I'm starting to do more better things with my life. Like, how are you healing? For say, if you don't mind me asking, like, what are you doing to, to further your healing journey? I, I, I like, just, for, I give you an example just of my 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 healing journey. I had to go to therapy. 
I had to actively, and they're all therapy is, is just giving me uh, tools and the language to express what I'm feeling. That's all it is. All, the work started outside, so I had to change things. I had to be given opportunities. You know how they say, God don't give you patience to get opportunity to be patient? Yeah. That's how I hear it. I wasn't given um, peace. I was given opportunities to choose peace. Right. And I had to actively learn from situations where I've almost lost a woman. I've almost lost my life. I almost lost my my uh, freedom. I had to get put in those situations to go through it and really digest. Okay, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling and and come through on those breakthroughs that I had. So, what what do you feel like you're doing for your for your healing? Well, shit, I feel like like I like well as you see, I I, I do music. I work on my music. Like I I've I've been, always been a person like. I like to write, like, I can pull, I can open my phone right now. All right, so I'm going to show you. I got over probably 20-something songs I done wrote, bro. Like, okay. Music. Music. Okay. But we're working. You feel me? These are songs that I just wrote, so like, I don't, I just don't put it out there. I don't, I'm not that type of person. I just like to make music. Oh, man. Yeah, it sounds good. And I like beats. I like the things just keep me calm, keep me passive. I just like calming things. I feel that, man. Um. So one quick question before we head out, man. Is there anything you wish you could have changed about you and your father's relationship? Hell yeah, man. I'm glad you asked because that was the last thing I really wanted to get out of here. I wish we had, we had more of a communication mind, like where it was it wasn't tough. Like that'd be like, like you said, it would be tough love or you a man, you a man, and toughen up. I wish it'd be to a point he could get to a point where. Well, let's talk, son. You know, let's have this conversation. Like, it don't gotta be no soft conversation. You could like, but <clears throat> you could be like, let's just talk. I, I I just like to actually have a conversation about how this, how, how I feel about a certain situation. Like, if I really want to do that, because a lot of things that I was put through as a child, I probably ain't want to do. A lot of stuff that I didn't want to do. But like baseball, bro, I didn't want to play that. Really? I did not want to play baseball. I did not want to play that. In high school, I didn't. Want I was surprised when you played it, but I didn't know you didn't want to play it. Oh man, I didn't want to. My I didn't want to play it in middle school. I started off in middle school because I just want to make him. I just want to see my dad proud. Honestly, because he always was bragging to me. A lot, a lot of us do, man. He always was bragging to me about Rara. Like everything was Rara. Like once Rara went off to college, oh, you better. All I see is Rara winning shit, doing good. I'm like, I'm proud on you. Good. I need to do something now. That's all I'm in my head. I need to do something because every time. I do something wrong here. My dad come back. Why you can't be like Rara? Why you can't be like Rara or something like this? Da, 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 da. Like, I actually had we had got an argument when I moved. I actually we had got an argument. I said I, I said I said in the test I said I know I ain't like your first son or nothing like that. I know you wish I was. And like I actually we, we had a conversation like that. I actually had said something like that, and it had hit him because like he realized all the times that you said that it just it ain't do nothing but kind of down there hurt me like. Damn, like, all I really want to do is just show you, uh, man, I can, I, can, I can win stuff, too, man. I can make achievements, too. It ain't, like, what they got to do anything. Why keep yeah. flashing my feet? Do you think y'all came to a, a bit of an understanding during that conversation? Like, we didn't have no, it, was, <clears throat> it wasn't no conversation. It was, like, it was, to, it was like, where I, we was arguing, but I wasn't. And it came out. Like, nah, once, like, we weren't arguing because I wasn't. Like, I was moved out now. I left the house, so I was like, man, I ain't dealing with you no more, Tight John. I'm going to say what I got to say, and I ain't texting you back, Tight John. So it was that. I said what I had to say, and I ain't texting him back no more. Like, whatever he said, I ain't, I ain't respond to it. You feel me? It was that. It was, I ain't got nothing to say after I say what I said. 
So, I just, that's why I was like, I went out and started earning trophies and shit like that. All types of awards. Middle school, I, I, man, I did two sports at once. Just to, like, I promise you, but I ran track and baby, baseball. I was the best in baseball on my team. Track, I was one of the fastest people on the team. I was like the third fastest person. So, mm. so I'm like, shit, my eighth grade year got here. He was, that's why I'm not, so now, boom, now, now dad, he posted me and stuff on Facebook. Now I'm like, all right, I got that recognition. Did that validation and recognition? Yeah, yeah. Like, that- now you can't. You can't boast up in my face talking about my brother, this and that. Like, I'm, I'm going to do something, too. I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm, a, I'm, feel me, I'm, a, I, I can do the same. I can do stuff, too, bro. I can, I can be one of the top tier people, too, in it, whatever I do. Your communication, um, that communication you said, that that is what you would have changed about the relationship. Do you see yourself being more open in that way with your kids in the future? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Look, like. I take these signs things serious, like, bro, like, Aries and Scorpio. I take that job to, to a boat spirit, because, like, that job be real. Like, every Scorpio I met been crazy. My girlfriend is Scorpio. You feel me? So I be like, that's why she had me crazy. So I be like, I'm going to give you that. <laughs> crazy thing. So I be like, all right. But me, like, <clears throat> when you, like, when a person really... If you really talking to me about some real stuff, real feeling, GM feeling, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna listen to you. I'm actually sit there and wanna have that conversation. Cause that's real. For sure. Like for real. I'm gonna sit there and have that conversation. I'm gonna be like, are you so you really wanna dig into it? Like, let's go. Let's do it. Let's have it. I'm ready to listen to you. If you if you're really on board and you're gonna tell me what the real things are though, I wanna know the real stuff, the real thing. I don't wanna know no halfway half sugar coated bullshit. If we wanna have this conversation, let's make it happen. A real conversation, but all the rest of that, if it ain't, if, it, if you're not ready for it for real, don't, I don't want to have it. I want you at your 100% best. I'm excited to see how you continue on this journey of fatherhood and and uh, discover more about yourself along the way. I'm, I'm excited to see how, how that's going to turn out. And, um, man, I know you're going to continue to be a great dad to your kids, man. Um, and, I again, I just thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. You. Yeah, it was, a, it was a blessing to get y'all on here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, tell the people where they can find you at, man. Get get some of your music. Uh, get me your IG. Where, where you, uh, what you on right now? I be on Instagram and Snapchat. You can find me on Instagram at... Um, my Instagram is like SCB. No, it's, my Instagram is flip underscore something Chris. Flip underscore something underscore Chris. Spell it out for him real quick. Yeah, F-L-I-P underscore S-U-M underscore C-H-R-I-S. All right. Yeah, I heard him. You want to give me Snapchat or just the Insta? No, no, no. I don't be on Snapchat. And this is where they come hear some of your music, hear some of your... Yeah. I've been seeing your little little skits and all that, man. You're a funny dude, man. I've been seeing it. Oh, yeah. I've been telling Rob about it all the time. Be like, yo, Saint funny, man. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, yeah. I, just Yo, I got people on Instagram. They be texting me, sending me, and they be like, "But do this one, do this one." I be like, "All right, I got y'all. I'm put up." Yeah, man. So again, that's gonna be uh, flip underscore sum underscore Chris, man. Uh, sum gonna be spelled S U M, but everything else spelled you know regular. So y'all definitely go check out my boy, man. He's gonna be next blow for sure, man. He's 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 a talented artist, man. Yeah, a great I father. Some, I got a song I'm working on right now. I think this might be him. You send me the link for that. I'll put it in the description. All right, gotcha. All right, all right, all right. Yes, sir. Put that in the link. Uh, and next week, y'all, we got my uh, brother on for the main topic. So now y'all heard, y'all heard my boy uh, Saint, a young father. 
about 20 years old. Now y'all gonna hear another perspective from my uh, brother. He's a little older, you know, um, in just earned 30, I believe, or maybe 31, I'm not sure. Uh, and he's been doing this for about 13 years, man. So he got, you're gonna have both sides of the coin, man. You're gonna see both sides of the spectrum. So tune in next week. Uh, hear my brother Drew come on, man. All right, y'all. As always, I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Stay blessed, stay safe. Uh, please continue to support me, share these, repost these. If you don't want to listen, I totally get it, man. If podcast ain't your thing, I get it, man. But if you if you mess with me, support me, man. It's send this out. Tell your friends to send this out. Tell your friends' friends to send this out, man. I, I really want to get this channel some more exposure. I appreciate everything y'all giving me so far. I think we almost 60 followers on Instagram now. It's only been, you know, I think a month or so, month and a half maybe. So, you know, we're, we're, we're gaining followers fast, man. And we're gaining listeners. We're almost 100 listeners all time. And I just find that beautiful, man. So thank y'all for continuing to support me. And uh, I'm looking forward to the future, man. Tune in for next week, episode eight, man. I can't wait till it drops.